Today on our show, we're counting down the top 10 most overrated pop culture trends slash things. Things. Sorry, trends. trends we can think of. Absolutely. Which Hit is it, Paul. Basically, old people shouting at the clouds. Most definitely. Hit it. Welcome to episode 411 of the Countdown Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast. We count down things in order of awesomeness so you don't have to. And today, well, they're not so awesome. They are annoying and ridiculous and just we don't get it. Overrated. It's basically popular things we just we don't just interested in. don't get it and have never gotten it. Or in some cases, I got it when I was a kid and I don't get it anymore. Yeah, we're just too old or we're just too out of it. Yeah. Either way, we're very oddly righteous about our calls. The show's not funny if we just go, oh, I don't yeah, care. Maybe it's okay. Fuck you, it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to be arguing today. So we're going to really upset a few people, I think. Yeah, it's going to be Hot Take City or some warm take. Hey, look, we're not having a go at you personally. If you love some of the things that we're talking about today, we get it. It's okay. You can love your thing. Or even if you had some of these things that I mentioned done to you, it doesn't mean I hate you. I know, Paul. I told you. It's going to be salty up in here, baby. It's all salt. <sighs> Things done to you. All right, that's you'll, you'll fascinating. You'll see, you'll see, of this uh, this debate. But all right, we'll get into it on the other side of this segment, which kicks off most every show. It's called the recount. Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? The recount is our mail room, Paul. What do we get in the mail? Two bits of mail. Firstly, from a listener to the show, Charles Morris. Thank you, Charles, for your email. He Chuck. said, hey, guys, in an email entitled Uplifting AF Laughy Face, <laughs> laugh, of a laugh emoji, just listen to your 2022 Uplifting Moments episode. I salute you for bringing these moments of joy to our attention. Ah. We desperately need a lot more positivity in our lives. So Agreed. great job of highlighting these events worthy of celebration. Except Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez getting married. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Apparently only me. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for that, Charles. The second bit of news, really, or to recount, is just to let you know, we are revamping our Patreon page. So a bit of a plug for ourselves here. Go on over oh, to the yeah. Patreon page and check it out what it is. But it's going to be a monthly bonus episode. There's going to be your chance to, to get us to rate 10 things from a topic that you want us to rate. So There's going to be more banter from us, more bullshit from yeah. us. We're going to get regularly. into that hardcore. So if you've been on the fence, like, oh, should I join this thing, man? I don't know how much they put out there. We're going to be putting way more out there. Get involved. You can find the link in our show notes. That's enough of a plug. You'll love it. Let's do it, Wayne. On the other side of movie cue. Movie. Eek. Music. Music cue. Sure, sure. Music cue. Let's shit on some stuff. Overrated pop culture sticks. The top 10 most overrated pop culture trends, y'all. Is the subject of this week's countdown. Y'all won't be on the title card, nor in the official title <laughs> of the episode. Wayne, take us away then. What is the 10th most overrated pop cultural trend or thing which has got your goat this week? Absolutely. Okay, story time, ladies and gentlemen. About 10 years ago, my then-girlfriend and I went on a trip to Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. Picture it. Melbourne, Just, Australia. Yes. Yeah, Melbourne, exactly. 2012. Yeah, something like that. Um, if you've never been to Melbourne, listeners, it's a lovely city in Australia with lots of laneway bars, arts, mm. art installations, cafes, and truly, truly shitty weather. 
Um, I don't know. I agree about that. Oh man, it's raining like a whore. Mind you, we come from WA, where it's basically Honolulu. Has so not rained since November thirtieth. Yeah, or some pretty shit. much. So um, if you're from Sydney, you'd say it's a city that tries too hard because it's not Sydney. But that's a Sydney sider thing. Okay, mm. I love Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne. I'm sorry if you're from Sydney. Listen to the show. I prefer Melbourne. Yeah, because they have the right code of football. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> anyway, that aside. We, during this trip, went to a cafe, which I still remember. It's called Captains of Industry, which is a cafe with a vintage interior design. It's also not just a cafe, but also a barber. And also a leathery pole where they make leather goods. That's right. It's all these mixture of things. Standing outside the cafe was a man who was dressed as follows. He had plaid brown pants on. Uh-huh. They were purposely cut short with white slocks and penny loafers. He wore a white business shirt under suspenders. The shirt was rolled up to his elbows, allowing him to reveal heavily tattooed forearms. Mm. He had a handlebar mustache that had wax in it. Okay? Okay. Horn-rimmed glasses. He's about 28 years old. He wore a trilby, which is the type of hat that Justin Timberlake sometimes wears. And he was wearing, he's smoking a pipe. Not a weed pipe, but the type of pipe Sherlock Holmes smokes. <laughs> because the former would have been fine. Exactly. Now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is when I encountered my first ever... Hipster, 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 <laughs> hipster. There, so Look, if you want a sound effect, Wayne, you need to make some. Sorry, <laughs> I can help you out here. Hipster, hipster, hipster. We've moved past the days where we need to do our own echo. But I find the comedic value somewhat higher in register. Anyway, um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, it was ten years ago. I had never seen a hipster before, or at least not one right in front of me. And then back then, that time, they place. I gotta be honest, honest with you. I was kind of impressed. This was a young guy. He's dressed like he's 80 on purpose. Mixing the, yeah, mixing the old and the new and his ensemble, to which he's so committed. Motherfucker went and grew a moustache. That shit ain't easy. All right? Well, I'm Asian. Maybe it's easy for you white folks. Right? Like- Bitch, please. <laughs> so, ladies and um, so as if I need to explain this, but hipsters are commonly in the middle or upper socioeconomic class. They're defined by their search for authenticity and a desire to be effortlessly cool and different. They may sport mustaches, tattoos, or clothing like graphic t-shirts to be I, I don't know if I buy ironic. effortlessly different. Sorry, they strive to be effortlessly, but they're making a shit ton of effort in, in doing that. So this, and by the way, people, hipster was coined in the jazz age of the 1940s, which was a catch-all for trendily dressed young people. <sighs> Today's hipster is a particular type of non-conformist. Truly hip people try to be entrepreneurs and shit like that. I could go on, but or I could, or I could just point you to Justin from the Epic Film Guys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Justin listens. <laughs> yeah, hold on. But if he does, I apologize, Justin. No, no, it's kind of. I told I you. I want to admire your style. I was impressed. I am impressed. I actually tell you. Uh, this is an overrated pop culture trend. Yeah, so I'm far not it sounds like you're, you're jerking off over this. No, it's not. It is overrated now, okay? But when I saw these folks now, right? And again, it has evolved. The one, the hipster I'm talking about is a very classical hipster that was, again, 10 years ago. Now there's a lot of. Don't understand three quarter pants in Melbourne weather, but anyway. Exactly. Well, not three quarter, they're just on purpose slightly short whereas they, there's no break in the pants and it's above the ankle mm. which is unusual for, for a thing but um, that is the thing that I've now come across 10 years ago I was impressed now I see this whole thing and I'm like eh I don't know it's become its own mock of that culture when you can now say hipster. Now, Justin would, I've actually called Justin a hipster to his face during one of the shows. We're going to lose. And he got so pissed. <laughs> but he's not really a hipster. He's actually, a little, again, you can't really just Wait jump in. three months from now, I'm wondering where the, be- where the end began. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm whinging about it to you. I want you to remember this moment and say, do you remember that episode, Paul, where we offended fucking everyone? I don't think. This is number 10. I've got 10 different ones. Don't worry. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean the whole thing? Yeah, yeah sure. The whole enough, thing, not enough. just hipsters. I don't think we have that many hipster listeners. I'm saying. Well, that's what in it combination is. will offend everyone. Well, the, uh, yeah, and I should have mentioned again. Justin has a. I have a good 10, 15 years on Justin. So this is again an old man shaking his fist at the sky. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's much cooler than me and has green hair now. So that's pretty cool. He, I have no hair. He's effortlessly cool. So there you go. So well, yeah, except I'm saying. for how long it takes to dye your hair, but I'm not sure. Yeah, there's effort, but you know what? Here's the thing, people. But he's also you've never fucked a pie. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See, there's cool stuff happening all over the place. But yeah. I should say, I should mention this. It's a very a through line to all this, right? I would much rather you took care, effort, and thoughtfulness in your ensemble presentation as a person, even though the style may not be quite to my aesthetic liking, yeah. than if you had no care at all. So about if, you, if you just stunk and you were whatever. If you stunk, if you didn't shower, that's much worse. I would much rather be a hipster than smell like a fucking bag of dicks. So... I actually salute the 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 you know the way and the the commitment one has as a hipster, even though the aesthetic does not necessarily work with me. It sounds like you're qualifying yourself there. I will be doing no, well. The only way I'll qualify my number ten, if, if you are done, sir, I am, is to say I was just the wrong age. Like now, <laughs> when this came out, I was a little old for it, mm-hmm. and. The books came and made a splash and made J.K. Rowling's a lot of money. Ah. So much money where now apparently she can say whatever the fuck she wants and it still makes bank for her. Mm-hmm. So don't agree with that at all. Horrendous views on the world, but just, oh, magic by kids. Oh, how cute. Look, they're growing up and their adventures are getting a little bit older. whoop de fucking do I was just too old and I missed it. And then my daughter's too young. And she hates magic stuff as well. You speak, of course, of Harry Potter. Yep. I haven't read the book, so this is why this was my ten. I can't have it higher because I've not. They're kids' book, aren't they? Exactly. But they were written at the point where I think the first one's written for nine or ten year olds, and as the protagonists age, the themes and whatever yes. get darker and darker. So they're sort of young adult books by by the end of this, and you know, characters die and blah blah blah. Mm. So. I missed, I missed the books altogether. I watched the first film and was completely nonplussed. Like, the fuck. Okay, so I made a concerted effort with this series. You and did? I, I haven't seen all of them. I saw up to, because I think one of them is um, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, is, is, uh, yeah. So I was told that that's the one that blows open the series and then it's good from there. So I watched up to that and I'm, I can't remember if I watched the one after or not. But <laughs> Totally blew it open. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, it's okay. And it's it's the first movie, to be fair, is a, like the book is probably it's just a kids book. Yep. It's a kids show. When it gets to the stage where they're teenagers and like someone might get fucked, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> then it becomes a little bit different because I think You don't mean literally. Okay, good. No, I do. I think R- Ranga is trying to nail Emma Watson. I could be wrong. Or I could I actually can't remember, ladies and gentlemen. It's got awkward. Moving on. No, the point is that there's like there's the, when you're kids there's no romance this that no, whatever. Of course it's not. Yeah, of course not. As as rightfully it should. But when they're older, they're more complex characters, yes. hence there's things like that of involved. Course you get to 15, 16. Yeah. The actual movies aren't in terms of like the special effects and stuff are not particularly good. Although well, I know it's been a while now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Twenty years, whatever yeah. since the first one. Yeah. I didn't get it didn't get me all the way so that I could watch I went all the way to the end. So I do sort of get it. I I didn't also get Harry Potter. I, I watched it basically well, because clearly of the you still don't get it because you didn't even bother finishing the films. My daughter's not interested at all, so I've just missed the Hogwarts train. It's, yeah. That's basically where it is. I just don't care. It's just not for me. I don't get the fact we had another game come out the other day and people are going fucking wild for it still. There's tours for this year. I just don't get it. I'm glad if you love Harry Potter, I'm glad you love it. I'm not saying you shouldn't love it. I'm just saying it's not for me. Absolutely. And, and, and not for me either, but... 
I'll tell you this. I enjoy whenever people get together over a, over a piece of art. So if you're a, what are Harry Potter fans called? I have no idea, I don't know. right? But um, audience. Yeah, it's probably something like I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love that kind of camaraderie. But yeah, it's not for me either. So I get it. I get it. All right. What's your number nine? My number nine is a song that became very popular a couple of years ago. One called, song. Okay. No, it's one song, but it took the world by storm. It's called WAP. I don't know it. Okay, good. Because now I can tell you about it. Except me. No, Do it's I need called, to find it? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you can actually play it on here, Paul, because uh. it is a song by Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion, who I never heard of until She-Hulk. What do you mean? I can't, I can't play it because why? It's too offensive? There's a few N-words in it. Oh, um, okay. But it's actually... Oh, is, she, is she African-American? No, actually, personally, I think you can play the fuck out of it. But is I, she but, African-American? Yes. Well, that's okay then, right? If yeah, she's like, I, she's I think saying. it's completely fine, right? But like, you know how these people are, right? Hmm. Okay, well, we'll stick, we'll stick clear. Just okay. Sure. It's, um, uh, WAP stands for wet-ass pussy, Paul. <laughs> and <laughs> it has become... Um, it Musically, it's a hip-hop song driven by like heavy bass and drum beats and stuff like that. It actually involves, in the lyrics, Cardi B and Megan discuss how they want to be pleased by men, specifically referencing numerous sexual practices. Okay. It broke the record for the biggest 24-hour debut on an all-female collaboration on YouTube. Right. Cardi B and, and, and Megan performed it at the Grammy Awards. Right. right. And just let me give you a couple of lyrics here. Here's how it starts, Paul. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. And then... <laughs> That's the start of it, all right? Because it is a sample. You think <laughs> Louis Thoreau had a peak hit last year? Look for Wayne's debut album coming soon. I can't wait for someone to mix that. But it says, um, here it goes. I said, certified freak, seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pull out game weak. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, N word. Catch a charge. Extra large, extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. That's right, Paul. Yeah. That's the, that's. The, and so, look, I'm saying it and I'm not cool, so it doesn't it sounds like what the fuck. But. I would say that the reason it's overrated is because one, it took the world by storm, but two, the song actually to me sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, but I'm not much of a rap guy, so nah, just this is my I. opinion, people. If you like WAP or have WAP, I like you. So it's fine. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit anyone ever said in the history of, and I don't think what I'm exaggerating here. Time. I want to clear hit the song, but you know the subject matter is great. Right. So. <laughs> Okay. Remember, uh, whose idea was this topic? I think it was yours. It was, it was oh, well. yours. And in a moment of weakness, whilst I was I was skiing the slopes of Japan, I went, "Oh, that sounds fun." Hey, it is fun. What Let's go. <laughs> what a fool! All right, my number nine, because you know I haven't upset enough people by ragging on Harry Potter. Prepare yourself, Wayne, because this one's going to offend you. Oh, I've got a few for you as well. Oh, okay. So, the original trilogy of what I think is completely overrated now are classics. Lightning in a bottle that hung together for not one more film, but two more films, which were arguably the films of our generation's youth. Oh, no. But everything since then, other than maybe Rogue One and The Mandalorian, has never been better than three stars and often plain fucking sucks. I am, of course, talking about Star Wars. Okay, now you're talking... Other than the, the original trilogy, yes. er, most other things about yes. Star Wars. Now, I'm, I'm fully excited for Mandalorian Season 3. I'm into that. I enjoyed, Mandalorian's great. I enjoyed Rogue One. But the prequel trilogy, the pilotless sequel trilogy, they are all poor films or poorly 
realized. There were some good ideas in the sequel trilogy, but they never came to fruition because they fucking started with no idea beyond we should do this and had no clear path. It was absolutely... Look, and that's worked in the past. It just didn't this time. Mm, has it ever worked in the past? The I Halloween think... fucking related trilogy? Oh, but it's horror movies. No one fucking takes those seriously. <laughs> Oh, okay. I can see what's coming on Wayne's list. Uh, Fucking uh, horror. In, in a bit, in a bit. No, but what, what I'd say to you, though, is like, I do have a love-hate relationship with the Star Wars trilogy. Uh, the like, Book of Boba Fett was really that was fucking average. You know what? It was good for two episodes and then really it fucking sucked Really average. And I know, I know I'm in the minority here, but and I tried to watch that sixth episode. Got so bored 10 minutes and I turned it off. If you weren't throwing in with even more of this trilogy than normal, you're definitely not going to like Andor. But it, this is for those... I wouldn't even say I, purists. I Andor is such a trying with that show. I really do i just don't get it it's the most mature star wars story- storytelling now it sounds like rogue squadron isn't it even gonna be we don't have a next star wars film on the horizon taika watiti apparently is being tapped to direct a trilogy don't do that hasn't even got past fucking the idea stage patty jenkins and rogue squadron still in active development how long is someone going to be in active fucking development for it's been like three fucking years that one's off the cards bro no well officially it's not so we don't have a film coming what do we have coming we got Mandalorian the Mandalorian coming. Three. So this is the thing, right? The prequels were mostly shit. I did like the last one. This is famous. You and me, Revenge of the... Whatever the last one was. That was fucking awful, man. Look, the, the fight at the end with the fucking... That was the fight we wanted. The problem with it was the whole Mace Windu and that that was the the, bit, the shit bit about oh, it. Oh, sorry. You mean the prequel? I thought it was the Yeah, the, the third of the prequels, right? Yeah, Revenge of the Sith is the better of the three, but it's only a good film. Yeah. The sequels, all right? The first one, I... I have to. I was excited about. It was yes. fine enough on its own. Yes. Then the second one comes, and I am the one of the few that did like no, that. I think that's a fifty-fifty split. Fifty-fifty. Okay. And then the problem with the third. The, but the problem, problem is no one likes the trilogy. No one. But the problem is the second one, as it was interesting, it fucked everything up. Yep. Ryan fucked everything up, and then JJ had to try and write around it, and it ruined everything. Because they reacted to the toxic fan base reaction. Look, this is a series that killed Game of Thrones. Because Benioff and Weiss jumped ship as quickly as they could because they were tapped to direct a, a trilogy of Star Wars films, which fell in a fucking hole. Han Solo, the Solo film. They had to. They fired Phil Miller, uh, Phil Lord and Mil- Chris Miller, Miller. Yep. And started again. It becomes the most expensive Star Wars film ever made. Mm-hmm. This thing is, I want to say curse, but it's it's so far off the off the rails. It's lost itself. Do you know what I think and happened? The problem is the franchise overall. If you take this whole body of work, mostly it's poor now. Oh, yeah, because of all the offshoots. Yeah, the bad outweighs the good, and yet Star Wars fans keep banging on like it's the next coming. It's not. It's it, the ship has sailed. It's lost it. I'm sorry. For the record, I will still watch Star Wars shit. I'll still I watch Mandalorian season three. I'm sure we'll cover it on the show. But other than that, could not give a fuck. How about this? What happened was, right, they went and spent the fucking billions and billions to get it off George, right? Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, already fucked it up with the prequels, right? So then they came up with something which looked promising because J.J. Abrams is great at starting stuff. He's not so good at finishing it. That's what I think about J.J. Abrams. All of his new shit is cool looking and then it kind of falls to pieces. So um, I like the Kelvin Universe Star Trek. Uh, yeah. And Beyond how, is not great. That's what I'm saying. See, he goes, he although he didn't do that one. No. Um, what's his name? Fast, whatever the other Fast guy did. Fast yeah, Justin yeah. Uh, Lim. Lim. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, The Mandalorian is good because it tags back into the original th- thing so much. The original trilogy so much. The Mandalorian is still set in the original trilogy times and it gives you so many Easter eggs that fanboys like myself come in their pants. You know what? And I don't give a shit about the Easter eggs. I just think it's a well-told, well-paced series with intriguing characters and two protagonists you can really get behind. Nothing else has come close. See, this is what I think. The, the Star Other Wars- than Rogue One, which we killed everyone because they had to die. 
And Disney was ballsy enough to do it. No, that was Rogue One, again, I told you, second best Star Wars movie ever. But look, I understand your disdain. I maintain my hope for it. Yeah, I guess I'm saying I'm just so disappointed, but I just think people need to take a reality check. It's not the greatest thing anymore. I'm sorry. It's just not. Yeah. It's object and I'm saying this objectively. Let me ask you this. If you were to pick the MCU or the Star Wars trilogy, which wins? Hmm. Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> oh, what a cunt! I just realized what's going to happen now, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's fucked up. All right, let's just move on. We know what you think now, motherfucker. All right. All right, let's go to my number eight, shall we? Yeah, please. All right. Uh, there's no easy way to say this, people. Lip filler. So- <laughs> is this popular culture? It is, because this let me tell you, it goes every- Well, lip filler with a, with a side of over-manicured eyebrows. So, uh, story time again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It's all right. This one's not losing any listeners, I don't think. Not many. Uh, we'll see. Uh, a few years ago, I dated a girl who was, in fact, an ex-stripper. Not, yeah. not the ex-girl band member. No, that was a different one. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tales of Wayne's Day Life coming soon. Not, to a podcast really, not really, not really. But like, um, obviously, it did not work out with the ex-stripper because in a move that nobody saw coming, the stripper had daddy issues. But... When the thing that I noticed about her, <laughs> I had a mouthful of beer. Sorry, yeah, I had to react slow. <laughs> uh, the thing that I really noticed about her, apart from um, all the dysfunction, was the was that she. What happens? We hung out for a while. It was all cool. It didn't work out. She left, and then she came back. But when she came back, Paul, she had put lip filler in, and I don't mean a little bit. I mean Donald Duck. Right? <laughs> okay, it was. I want to be clear here. Self care is great, and if you want to do anything to your face, body, things, more power to you, ladies. Go right ahead, and men. What? Uh, yeah, whatever. Whoever. That's fine. But there's something about lip filler, all right? And some, look, I think I have seen it done well. I think I have seen it done well in the past sometimes when it's just very slight. But I've seen women that actually get so much lip filler that one, it looks freaky because they're automatically Donald Duck. And two, I've actually um, seen, like, encountered people where they can't talk as well anymore because it's, it's like this. And it's like, holy <laughs> shit. It's like. It is like Donald Duck. It, oh, no, it really is. And I'm like. I guarantee Daffy, you. Mate, maybe more Daffy Duck. Look, if you go that far, yeah, yeah. If you go that far with the lip filler, ladies, I'm saying ladies because most of them are done by ladies. You, I guarantee you, you were better looking before. Tons of lip filler. Okay, no matter what, I think it's just a thing that's happened, and I think it's a lot to do with the gram and a lot to do with influences. Reminds me of a line of of. Memorable dialogue from a, from a band called Butterfingers out well, of Queensland. And? It's like, I think I'd rather fuck an elephant rather than a skeleton. <laughs> I'm on the fence. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and just to, to, yeah, and yeah, not to piss anyone off, but also with the, with the, with the, with the eyebrows, you don't need a sharp, jagged edge on your, on your eyebrow. Just, just keep it neat. That's fine. That's fine. It just looks weird to me. And that's why I think it's overrated. I, I, Want to give you more shit for going to the physical thing, but there's one on my list that does dance around that topic too. So absolutely, look again. We're ju- I'm just a fucking miserable old fart who doesn't get it. But maybe you'll laugh at, at, at the ridiculousness of my thoughts. What do you say? Well, <laughs> speaking of ridiculous of thoughts, my number eight is basically revolves around TikTok. Uh, go on. There's a reason we're not on TikTok, Wayne. Come on, it, Paul. You are. I got an art business to push. All right, but what I just put videos of you. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think. Informative short videos, creative videos, well edited videos that show you, whoa, damn, you know, that stuff's great. That's what TikTok should be for. What's it actually happening though, Wayne, is it's about people dancing. It's about people <laughs> doing dances uh, that have been made famous by other TikTokers who have made, who've gotten onto it from, let's say, Wednesday. 
Jenna Ortega's dance. So is it the dancing on TikTok that buggers you? The fact that it's... Look, again, I only see snippets of TikTok through YouTube or whatever else or on Facebook when people put it up as their, what do you call it? Um, blah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok. I am. I've seen it all. it is insanely stupid. Now, here's... I absolutely understand your feeling that way because as as us Xers, Gen Xers, we're like sitting there going, what is this? Because we can't imagine again, the idea. This is old person's shaking. Yeah, we're doing that clouds. thing. But... Um, I've seen some dancers, like for instance, the um, well, you know, jiggle jiggle that song I yeah. talked about. I've seen the girls from Rivervale doing that dance, and it was really cool. I thought, well, and I think I said it to you, and you went, "Huh?" And I said, "Hey, we should do this," and you said, "Get fucked." Yes, so I, I <laughs> shot that shit down very fast, and I was only half joking myself, I must say. Uh, but yeah, just random dancers copying a dance for a TV show or a movie. How is this entertain? How does this get millions of views? You know what, Paul? Here's how it works, okay? And this is another, this is, uh, I haven't got this on my list, but music as we know it. Remember when we were kids and there were billboard charts and there were CDs that you buy and you get gold records or platinum records and you knew how much people sold. That is all over now, everyone. There's not, there's not charts, there's streaming services, there's this, there's downloads, there's all that sort of thing. And TikTok in its dance moves and in its videos itself has changed the way we've experienced music. Music is now is experienced through TikTok as snippets. And the more popular a track is that you add to your video is so tells the algorithm whether to send your promote your video up. Right. So this dancing thing is just one of those things that comes along with the music. So you've got to put music on your TikTok and your probably Instagram, probably your Facebook videos and all that shit now as well. Well see it does work like that because otherwise if you do it on your own and just add it to your track, that's copyright infringement. But because you're using their service to play it over your video, it's right. now how music becomes popular. So uh, it's a whole new world yep. that our old asses don't get. I look and to think that these people get famous and become influencers, Wayne, from this. And I won't go off on a rant re influencers because Kind of around another one on my list. Okay, I thought it might be. <laughs> so this would be higher, but because I've not signed up to TikTok, I don't really feel like I have enough of a experience of it to, you know to really you, rag on. You know what's almost bigger on TikTok because it's less involved than choreographing a dance number is usually hot women who are miming dialogue from a movie. Yeah, just as dumb. Even, in fact, even dumber because there's no talent at all to that. It's memorizing a few lines and mouthing it. I've got to say this. When I see that, I know what's going on. The woman is just hot, and this is an excuse for her to be in front of you. And Paul, I watch him. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna watch him. You so are I, part of the I problem. I can't rag on you too much because I do consume your your your, your TikTok mime videos, <sighs> and it's because I'm weak, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what's going on here. All right. So, <laughs> how weak are you? Let's find out with your number seven. Right, my number seven is a little bit generic, but I'm gonna say and call it photo and video filters. Okay. Filters. Now it's a little bit. Are we going all the way back to Vaseline on lens? No, because that is. I guess that is a filter. Yeah. But th- I'm talking about digital filters. How's that? Okay. okay. Now I hate them all, ladies and gentlemen. I hate them all. I think they make photos look shit. Now I know that these days there's Snapchat filters, which actually are video effects where they multiply your head and your dick and shit like that. And I understand that's all part of the thing. But no, I'm show actually, your dick wine. I'm more about photo filters, Paul. Because remember back when the gram came out. And you you take a photo on your phone, but then you add one of a gallery of filters. Yeah. I think they all look like shit. I have no problem with actual post production in Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever. That's a that's a stalwart of photography. But these generic filters always look shit to my eyes. I have a friend who always used to use this shitty blue dark filter on every pic, and it made everything look oddly blue. And I'm like, what are you, Len Wiseman, motherfucker? <laughs> this shit looks like ass. <laughs> <That's> Sand <laughs> resolute, motherfucker. <laughs> I 
Hate Len Wiseman movies with that blue shit. Yeah, you married Kate Beckinsale. That's the best thing you ever did. Are they still married? I don't know. I doubt it. Mm. Um, she, but, got, she, she got sick of the blue filter as well. Oh, dude. Uh, you know, fine. I mean, like, Die Hard 4.0 was by him, and it's mm. this oddly blue movie. I'm like, it's a Die Hard movie, motherfucker. Can you just back off on that filter? Shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, don't even get me started on deepfakes, all right? Because deepfakes are the ultimate filter, and the, the technology is getting so scary now that you can do it on your phone. Before, you used to have, like, 12 computers trying to map your face. Now it's like, uh do this, and you could take, you could easily kind of mistake the just, person. Just remind me of something. I should have Chat GPT. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute, Paul. Oh, you will. I was on go. your list. Okay. Good. Yeah, or well, something like it. So yeah, uh, but there you are. So yeah, um, so that's it. Filters, people. I, I, I think they're overrated, but I also, I just hate them. I hate them. All right, there we are. I know that's for a fact because a couple of times, I'd I'm, rather you showed me your true face. Yeah, you know, I've been putting up a post. And I'm like scrolling through filters. Like, Fuck, I hate that shit. Don't do that. Exactly. So that is legit. My number seven. <laughs> Do you remember when Marvel was awesome, Wayne? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> it's still awesome, Paul. It's just having a fucking, you know, detente, if you will. When like, even their shitty films confidently fit into a decade-long plan to build towards something spectacular. Do you remember that? I do remember it, but I would argue, Paul, that maybe standalone films are okay. And do you remember when that shit supernovaed with Infinity War and Endgame and it was so fucking exciting and it was so for like playing for keeps. I came in and my it pants, was Paul. so impressive. I was recovering from a... And, oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah from, a, from, a, from like a hip replacement operation when fucking Infinity War came out. And I remember thinking to myself, don't die so you can see Infinity War. <laughs> That's how excited I was, Paul. And, and, and half their heavy hitters left after, left their roles after this, so they had to go and reset everything up for over four years. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, basically. Four. It's because they hit the top of the mountain and had to come down the other side, Paul. With one boring ass disappointment after another. Wait, so fucking what's... Marvel Phase Four over it. I it's, know we're moving to phase five now, so I guess I'm giving it another chance and we're going to be reviewing Quantumania next fucking week on the that's show. Right, that's right. But dear God, you need to write this fucking <laughs> ship. Stop putting out so much content which does nothing. Well, would you... Uh, yeah, okay. The thing about Marvel is, to take your point, is that because they were always across TV, film, mm-hmm. in some cases games, um, although they never actually plugged that part in, it is giving you... They started with their TV shows, which is what kind of... DC is starting to do now with the looks of what James Gunn is telling us. But I pers- it's good. I'm all for it. So of the Phase 4 films, right, that you can remember. I don't think there's been a... Other than Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, that one was good. I don't think there's been a genuinely great Phase 4 film. See, I like Shang-Chi. I didn't. Uh, I don't think there's been a... Other I did than not like it. Loki's the only TV show I think adds holds own water. Yeah, you like and that one. And it's the donut principle. Do you remember Mr. Italiano in, in year 11, maybe year 12 economics? economics? And he says, the first donut you have is fucking awesome. Yeah, I do actually remember It was this. bloody, it's bloody incredible. And you go, so good, I have another one. And the second one, still good, but not as good. Mm, mm. And then you think, the first two are bloody great all together. Fuck it, let's have one more. It's a mistake because you now you've overgorged on donuts. Mm-hmm. And the last one, you kind of throw the last bit away because your body says enough. It's Marvel. It's the donut principle, man. Okay, and I agree with all of those things. However, what do you do, Paul? If you've got a franchise that takes the world by storm and essentially becomes the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it does. Look, I'll tell no, you right I'm now. Saying, but you put the two next to each other, Marvel kills it. But yes, it's got a lot. It's more newer. So Marvel's it's more disappointing than Star Wars, which is why it's higher on my list. Is it? Yeah, to me. 
This last phase has been. I suppose you were never. A, you were never a Star Wars boy. Yeah, okay, I get that. But um, it's. It, but the thing is, what do you do? So let's say you're Kevin Feige or you're Marvel or you're the investors of Marvel, right? You want to keep don't the ship running. So much they don't. They okay. Not all these films have been big hits at all, and they'll say, "Oh, coronavirus." They'll say the pandemic. But I got to tell you, Mr. Feige and Co., when you release boring ass generic bullshit to re-establish characters in the same way you've done before it does not hold up but why paul like when they've seen it before but it doesn't mean it won't work again for example iron man was a bullshit character before marvel said this is the only movie we got left so they make it now he's the flagship right well he was he was and so uh and th- because they couldn't get spider-man now they have okay fine okay but it's still a collaboration however if you've got that ain't broke don't fix it i would but, actually still be trying well, to but introduce i get that characters. for the first year or so and I think now they're starting to course correct they're saying oh yo did it a bit sorry yeah plus people aren't investing as heavily well, anymore because people are because they're not making the same bank exactly, exactly. So, so I guess my point is the proofs in the, in the numbers I'm far from the only person feeling MCU fatigue I'm not excited at all about Quantum Media. I was going to ask you, are you interested? But I'm in interested enough to see whether or not they can establish Kang as the new big bad in a way that they did Thanos. Right. Now, remember Buffy, Paul? Mm-hmm. Remember Buffy used to always be about the big bad at the end of the episode. And then Joss Whedon did a uh, that, that end of the season, season. End of the season. Sorry, end of the season. Yes. Uh, and then Joss Whedon did one, I think it was season four or something, where the, th- the big bad were actually three nerds. No, that was and season six. Six? See, uh, you knew, I knew you knew. And we were like, oh, that's interesting. And he actually said, look, I don't want Buffy to be about the big bad. Maybe we've got an ineffectual or perhaps even comical big mm-hmm. bad. And that's what happens at the end. And they did that. And I think it still works. So maybe it's not yeah, all about yeah, the big bad. But then he course corrected in season seven and got the biggest ultimate evil of all to finish the show on. Yeah. Okay. So who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a writer. But the um, but yeah, okay. Look, I, I, look, I still love... things more slowly have them of higher quality and better content and make them look better than they are because they are shopping this shit out to shit out special effects studios. She-Hulk, And yes. it needs to stop. It's not just She-Hulk. Have you seen Wakanda Forever? Like, Did I was you not bit, like the... No, I like Wakanda Forever. It was fine. Yeah, it, it was fine. As, yeah. But I, you know, it's, now it's on Disney+. Plus. You can see the seams behind some of these special effects. Really? It's not good enough. Anyway, Interesting. There we are. All right, okay. that's my number seven. There you are. Okay, my number six, ladies and gentlemen, is... I, uh, this is pretty personal. NFTs. Does anyone know what an NFT is? Paul, do you know? You will go Mel Walker does. She mentioned this in, okay. her, in her feedback. On, and I have to say, the feedback this week on this week's topic for, in the pop, in, for the pop 10 in our Facebook community, links in the show notes, get on board and join, was absolutely next level amazing. I had so much trouble sorting through it. Mel said at some point, how have no one brought up cryptocurrencies or NFTs? Yes, no, they're, they're a little tired link. Uh, I'll give you the best. I will say that I'm not an expert on it. I just know the effect of it. NFTs are essentially digital ownership tags that say you own this digital or physical property on a public ledger list of transactions. Actually, it's digital. It's all digital. So it's essentially digital art, usually. And you pay cryptocurrency for it. It is then you have the original, even though anyone could screen cap it on their phone and enjoy yeah. the exact same experience. Uh-huh. Now... It's personal because I'm a physical artist, You're like an, an artist. old school artist. I oh. actually draw things on paper and give it to people and then they buy it off me. Right. right? So for me, the idea that something can be artificially um, kind of pumped up, although this does happen with physical art as well, is weird to me. And if you're giving everyone the same experience, as like, it's one thing if you had the Mona Lisa in your house, Paul, and then someone took a picture of it and the whole world can enjoy what it looks like. You still have the original, so I get why yours is expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't get why 
the same thing that's on everyone's phone is not expensive. Now, it's a long story short, but basically the way I explain it is that having an NFT is like writing, I own this on a piece of paper, drawing an arrow pointing at a thing that it represents, and then you go sell the piece of paper. That's literally where the... Where the, where the that's how it works, right? Kind of. Okay, all right. So when I say this is overrated, it's actually... I don't even understand it. And and like the the cryptocurrency itself that's pushed again, I a little bit get that because it's an unregulated currency of the people. Mm-hmm. And it's all based on blockchain, so you can't really rot it, which means the government can't fucking control it. Which I like. I'm a little bit anarchist in that way. Hmm. Okay. But... NFTs are sort of it, it, because it's delving into the art world. It's it's a weird thing that this it's digital at thing a personal happens. level. Absolutely. So I think it's way overrated, and I don't own any. <laughs> but if I could, I'd sell you one. <laughs> so it's it's uh, sour grapes. All right, let's oh, move sorry. on. One number six is here's where I talked about influencers, the Kardashians, Wayne. Have you watched any of their shit? I have sadly seen a few. I haven't. Episodes. I wanted to put that on the list, but then I didn't know enough about Once them. Tell they, me about them. They, look, this is popular enough that they got dumped for whatever original network it was on and got picked up by Hulu. Yep. And Hulu, therefore, translates to being on a star network here. Uh, yep. Have seen a few episodes. I'm just stunned anybody watches a bunch of ultra-rich, highly entitled people who are producing their own show. So it's not fly on the wall. It's not even remotely fly on the wall because that would be warts and all. This is manufactured Absolutely. to produce the them in the in the most flattering and most positive of lights, and it drives me insane. So is it like remember that Ozzy Osbourne show? Um, the the Osbournes or what? Keeping what? up with the no, they were just, they were just the, the Kardashians. This one's just called the Kardashians. Yeah, the, but that one was basically day in the life of all this shit, yeah. doing weird shit, and people used to watch it. I assume this is much the same, only it's about the Kardashians. Yeah, but I have to assume I've never seen the Osbournes one that they were also producers had final say, and so nothing gets through. Nothing gets through that they don't want to get. Through. Oh, you don't know the half of it, Paul? Did you know? Did you see the scandal? Well, scandal. It's not that big a deal, but basically, Kim Kardashian and possibly all the Kardashians actually hire their own paparazzi. So what happens is she goes on the beach and she gets her huge ass out and she walks around and stuff. Which is and another then, thing. <laughs> How is... That's not real. No, right? dude. Go go online, right? And look at unretouched Kim Kardashian photos. They have the they have their own paparazzi to, cl- to shoot them according to their brief in the light, right? Yeah. Then they go away with those raw images. They touch them up so the she, ass just she, looks big. My vague memory is she talks about that at... In the show that she she has final cut or final say on every image of, of herself. Yeah, but that's it's that, so it's yeah. so fake to but say I, mean, I hired my own paparazzi. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of course it is. And if you look at the unretouched photo, her ass looks like it doesn't look. It, I don't know what's going on with the ass, but there's these little legs and an ass the size yes. of this house you're in, and it's like yes, and then and then a really thin thin waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, a fairly big breast. Well, let me tell you Bust. this: I used to work with a girl, right, who was a young girl, and she was insane. And she actually said to me, I, I prefer a fake look, is what she said to me. She oh, prefers right. to have a fake look. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, like the Kardashians. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> and then also, I was like, she's actually, that's become a style now. So we were so out of it, right? But how can you like a fake look? That's like saying I like a I shit know. look. I know. I just think Sir Mix-a-Lot must just think he's, all his dreams have come true. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, these people got famous for being famous, and now these are the people that influencers strive to be. And it, it's just, it's insane. They are vapid, and I'm not saying they're unintelligent, they're probably hyper intelligent, but they are vapid and unentertaining, and they think their shit is better than everyone else's, and it's not, they're just rich. That's the one thing under all this that I have to tip my hat to a little bit. It's like, okay, look, what you're doing seems ridiculous to me and in any of my sensibilities. However, 
you have objectively succeeded if you have become yeah, rich off yeah, this. Yeah. So more power to you, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Definitely overrated. All right, what's your number five? Number five is where I piss Paul off by saying zombies. <laughs> zombies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this started with, I don't know where it started, Paul. You can probably tell me. I could if you really want to. You know, I know that like there was always those Night of the Living Dead shits that you talk about, right? But then it became like, <laughs> then it became like The Walking Dead and then that's been going for 800 seasons. And um, then, you know, Fear of the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead is your mother's snatch and so on and so on and so on, <laughs> all right? So... <laughs> So it became, it weirds me out that I understand that like, it's hard in general. So feel free to not listen to me. But um, it's like another week in our lives. It is another week in our lives. <laughs> but like for me, I never really got the thing. And I know there's various types of zombies. Some are fast. Some are small. Some are low. Some are weak. Some are quick. Some are anal. It's like it's it's like they're all like just. And you know what? I think the the best possible thing about it is that what I imagine, having seen barely a season of The Walking Dead, is that. That's a soap opera, which is set among a zombie type thing. It, it, zombies aren't even necessarily, to my knowledge, the, the main thing about it. It's more about well, the it's characters. Well, certainly not by the end. Yeah. So I see why it got there. And you got that Maggie film with Arnie Schwarzenegger where it's less about zombies. God, that's out of left field. Well done, you. Yeah. But, it's more, but that one was more about, like, she's sick. You know, it was almost like it was an illness rather than the zombies mm. coming after us. So I get that they're exploring all details of it. But it's played out now, people. I'm done. Okay. I don't want to hear no goddamn zombie shit anymore. It's for me, overrated. <laughs> what, the, what the hell? Are you? No. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Having said that, that I Am Legend, which is supposed to be vampires, not zombies. Correct. But they're fucking zombies. Was actually a good film, I thought. <laughs> All, right. All right, there we go. My number five, I'm on record elsewhere about for hating everything to do with this series of films based on a series of books by Stephanie Meyer, Twilight. Oh, Twilight. Fucking Twilight. Crap about true love being pure for never being able to have sex until they are able to have sex. And he's a hundred year old vampire and she's like 17. Fucking you. <laughs> How the fuck does anyone enjoy this shit? The films, and I watched the first two, maybe three, I can't remember, and actively went to the, the last one I watched and decided I was, you asked before, have you ever fallen asleep in a, in a movie pool? That was it? Yep. Actively went, good night, girl I'm with, I'm going to sleep because fuck this shit. Yep, yep. It was so, the whole series so boring, so poorly made. I know I'm not the target audience and I wasn't just teenage girls eating this shit up, but it's, but it's not just teenage girls because that alone would not be enough to propel this into the stratosphere. It was older women. It was housewives who oh, were loving dude. on this shit. And like they're mostly old enough to be Jacob's mother. Bro, And bro. Edward's great, great granddaughter. Forget about it, okay? Twilight <laughs> Moms. joke which you just did. <laughs> <laughs> Some love. Some love. Yeah, Twilight Moms were the worst aspect of it. Let me tell you, if the roles were reversed, Paul. Exactly. And there was, you know, middle-aged it men talking about 16 years Yeah, someone would call the cops, all right? Yep. So it's just like, yo, again, I don't give a fuck. I am actually fine with older women wanting to fuck young men. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, let me ponder that one. <laughs> fuck off. Um, but, yeah, no, but the, the problem is the actual source material is so... Again, there's this underlying me going impressed because if you're writing such drivel, I mean, think about all the authors in history that have written substandard books, right? How did this piece of shit get past everything and become a hit? I'm going to I'm I'm top it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Moving on. You're number four. My number four, ladies and gentlemen, I bought an Oculus Quest. Not so, some time ago, Paul. Okay. And uh, that's one of the VR headsets, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar. 
I have to say, while the tech is not perfect, the games on it is relatively tight. Like, it's relatively impressive. However, the reason that Oculus Quest was created by Meta, or Facebook, uh, all right, okay, is that young The Zuck has never shut up about it because he wanted to create a metaverse. Uh. So my number four is, in fact, the metaverse, okay? And the idea is that, you know, he's said that the dream is to feel present within the people we care about. The ultimate promise of technology to be together well, he likes with to be present in the people he feels <laughs> cares about a lot. Well, this is a completely different thing, Paul. <laughs> because to be, if he wants to to go into a metaverse and be able to interact with anyone in sort of, I guess, real-ish time, but you're actually seeing them so in front of you. Ready Player One. Yes, but in the shittest possible the way. Peripheral from last year. Yep. If you've ever been in the metaverse, Paul, it's fucking weird. Because first of all, the graphics are polygon shit graphics. They are fucking ass. All right. I've certainly had on a VR headset and played like shooting games. You dodge. That's shit. different because right. that's all set up and actually there's like development that goes into that. This is a real life tool as such. So you set your avatar, which is very limited. And that's how you appear when you go into the metaverse. So you can walk around like a dinosaur or you can walk around like yourself. And the idea here is that you are literally in a virtual house or wherever you choose to be. And you can meet people from around the world who say, hey, what's up? And you can talk to them as though you were supposedly in front of them. Now, context-wise, that seems like an interesting idea. Hmm. Yeah, okay. okay? Yep. And the end goal of metaverse was to allow you to do everything virtually like shopping, socializing, working, gaming, learning, creating. And I guess if you're a shut-in or someone who's disabled, that's a great idea. But for the rest of the world? But for the rest of the world, it is. it doesn't do any of that well. And it looks like a bag of dicks. If you're ever interested, go online, just Google images of the metaverse. And you will see how rudimentary these graphics are. Right. They're actually not convincing at all. And it's like, well, you whoa. You have to start somewhere. You do have to start somewhere. But like this thing has actually... This is maybe why you should have gone to launch is what you're saying. Well... The idea of it is really losing momentum, and it actually crashed Facebook stock. Ah, so, um, overrated, for sure. All right, that's a big one. I have not ever sampled, but thank you. So, hence my lack of relative commentary. Cheers. My number four is where we lose anyone left to us. <laughs> my one through three, no one's going to argue too hard about, I don't think. But my number four, I know I'm about to offend a good proportion of our listeners. Go on. And I'm sorry in advance, okay? I've already offended many, many hipsters. <laughs> and lip fillers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my number four is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're talking about WWE or WWE yeah. is what it is now, World Wrestling Entertainment. Previously, the World Wrestling Federation, WWF, which was what it was when I was into it, when I was 10 years old. Hang on, you were into it? Yeah, man, there was trading cards that we used to trade in the playground. Really? Shit, yeah, from bubblegum packets and shit. Wow. And I used to watch that shit up until end of primary school, to up until fair, 12. The Hulk Hogan era. Yeah. Right? Hulk Hogan, Randy Junkyard the, Dog. Junkyard Dog. Randy Rachel Man Savage. Savage uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, and they had cartoons about it as well. I remember the cartoon, and that I used to watch shit it. It was everywhere. Yeah. And it peaked for me when I was 11 years old. But the WWE continues to be watched and adored by millions of fans the world over. And they're not kids, Wayne. They're adults. And I don't get it. Okay. Let me talk to you about this, all right? Because I don't get it either. And it's obviously fake. Well, that's my point. <laughs> this is not massive, massive men and women going toe-to-toe, mano and mano, wrestler, wrestler, 
and striving to be the best. If that were the case, I think I would get it. Then it's the UFC, motherfucker. Well, yes, <laughs> so, I guess so. So I get the UFC. It's not on my list. I do get the UFC. By the way, they're, the they're playing in Perth today. This right, very day right. that we're recording, they're in Perth. Can so not, nothing but respect for those people because that's real and they're kicking the shit and punching the fuck out of each other and I couldn't do it in a, in a million years and more power to them. This is scripted soap opera. It's theatre. It's theatre, Paul. This is what they're doing. But it's a soap opera. Yes. And you know what? The amazing thing is that you've got millions That's of fans. That's what I'm saying. It's overrated. I don't get it. it. It's bullshit. Someone said it's a bunch of writers who see and come up with the most ridiculous characters with the most ridiculous ways of winning any title belt. Well, this is what I think happens, right? You've got the people who like this. I would, I would characterize them as less sophisticated oh, theater. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying you're unsophisticated. I'm saying you're like a theater goer, like a theater nerd who likes Sondheim and likes fucking all those sorts of things. But you, it's this is more accessible because you don't have to spend a million dollars to right. go to the West End and okay. watch it, right? That you actually are appreciating the theater. If you're a WWE fan, you don't mind that it's fake because you're looking for entertainment. What what I think is amazing about it is that these these athletes are able to throw themselves and other people around and not hurt each other really bad. Oh, dude. That's impressive. That is the best part about it. So there's actually a move where you cut your own brow and it bleeds, but, but it's only the first layer and it's actually a move that they do when you go like this. Very. You know they stamp on the thing when they hit you? Yeah, yeah. And they do all those things. There's Mankind. I don't know if you know that, that wrestler, right? He won- I've seen footage of him jump from the top of the cage on the building, which is at least two stories high, Jesus. and land on the commentator's table and just roll out of it. And I'm like, that is skill. Yeah. I think they're all gymnasts and whatever else. They're that would re- kill anyone really, of us. really, really impressive. But other than that, it's just so fucking silly. Yeah, yeah. it's Vince McMahon's fault. And, and Vince McMahon, who, who is, and even the he is a sketch. He had to retire last year because he got caught for paying like $12 million to, to four women over the last 16 years to silence them for his sexual harassment and misconduct and infidelity. A roid freak like that who's like, you know, of course that happened. And look, I'm not saying it's by any means okay, but like you've got, it, again, there's this empire oh, with a guy Hulk like Hogan's that. a piece of shit. Uh, that would not surprise me. Yeah, so that would not you know, surprise we've me. We lost Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's dead, and Randy Macho Man Savage. He's dead. I think. Yeah, this is this thing was good. Like you know, we, I got a friend, Yate Dog. Yate Dog listens sometimes. Yate Dog, if you're in, what's up? Not player? anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to say he loves Wesley. He does love wrestling, but I don't know if he still does. But I remember that when the wrestlers came to Perth, like some 10, 15 years ago, him and his friends were all fairly big units. They got in. They actually got into where the play, the wrestlers were hanging out later on because everyone thought they were wrestlers, and they got to hang out with all these motherfuckers. Wow. Which is kind of like I said, if you liked, you know, those those Randy the Man Savage or whatever, and you got to hang out with, you probably would because of your childhood. Yeah, of thing. course you're into it. You're of into course, it. yeah. I, I, I don't just, understand I why. It's overrated. I just can't believe that this whole is it like it's a whole network and there's all these different shows. It's like the AFL. Is it still big? I think so. I think it is still big. It's yeah, just that we're, we're, we're not. It. Yeah, exactly. Wow. All right. What's your number three? My number three are... Now, I, th- I came up with this on my own, I thought, and then I read the comments and everyone mentioned it. So I'm sorry if it's not a surprise, but I was really proud that I came up with this. <laughs> Gender reveal parties. <laughs> yeah, come on. Okay. All right. Now, look. Childless Wayne, me, understands that procreation is a basic function of any species. And for that reason, people are going to have kids and I have zero problems with that. I have problems with me having kids, but that's fine. However... Non-self-aware expectant parents who choose to make their stupid baby news mean anything to anyone but themselves with stupid and often environmentally damaging displays of revealing baby gender isn't making me look any kinder upon this parenthood. Now, here's some idea. Basically, everyone, I'm sure you know what this is, but the idea is that 
you are expecting a baby as a couple, and instead of just telling people like having Paul a baby, having a baby shower. Yes, Paul said to me. I remember saying, Paul, hey Paul, do you know what you're having? He said, Yeah, we're having a baby girl. That's and I was happy for him. I was like, Oh great, what's up? You know. These motherfuckers invite all their friends to some big event, right? And I'm sorry, people, if you've done this, okay? I'm but sure for me, you. remember, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an unmarried, un, a childless man. They then go through some spectacle where they display either a pink or a blue something to show the baby. And that's supposed to be big news. Now, first of all, that's not self-aware, people. If you're having a whole party for that, it just seems very, very tacky to me. Baby showers are, were, are I think, still... The baby show. showers are different. That's when the, 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 the typically the girls are giving... I had, know, a, I had a man shower. Did you? Yeah, I did. Was I not, no, no, no. With my work crew, they organised it. Oh, with the for girls? They're mostly women, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a girl thing. But it was, it was fun. It was nice. No, that's nice was, for you because men was, don't get that, shit yeah, when they Yeah, because I was saying like, oh, why is it all the women? Yeah, let's do this. So. I think that's progressively lovely. Mm. But but even baby showers for women, I get that because you've got women who are probably half of them have had kids themselves and they're giving you stuff that you might need for a kid yep. and you're celebrating this what otherwise must be a horrible experience. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's lovely and everything, but it, physically no, it's quite... I think at the quite, time it would be traumatic. Absolutely. Yeah. So I get all that. That's not this. This is pure celebration. This is pure wank. Yeah. So I don't disagree at all. There's, by the way, here's some spectacular fails. Okay? There was a recent explosive reveal in San Bernardino County where it uh, they did a explosive gender reveal and it prompted a forest fire that... <laughs> <laughs> burned 23,000 acres of oh, wildlife Jesus. around the El Dorado branch. Um, sure, they went to jail for that shit. I think something went yeah, down. That's criminal negligence. Dude, There's um, there was one where a... You didn't light it on purpose. You weren't hoping to burn the fucking forest down, no, but, but you did. But it's a shit, like, come on, right? Like, don't, let's not, pyrotechnics, come on, right? That's like, you know, ah, oh, here's a pirate, boom, shot in someone's head. Someone's going to go to jail for that. There's one where these people had a banner with a plane, but the plane crashed into the ocean and everyone died. Like that, or the, the pilots, the pilots died. Yeah, um, that happened. And there's actually someone who is supposedly the inventor of these things. Okay, her name is her last name is Carvunidis. She's an she's like a blogger, and even she said to everyone, "For the for God's sake, stop doing this burning shit. Just stop it down." So there you go. Um, so yeah, yeah. there we are. I was called it uh, quite lame, and I, again, I'm sorry anyone who's done this. It's just that I think this. Look, I'm sorry to wrestling fans, <laughs> Harry Potter fans, Star Wars fans, Marvel fans. Okay, we, we, we've, Are we just we've, pissing everyone off? Like, like I said, like I said, three months from now, when we have no one listening to the show anymore, this is the moment. Beginning of the end, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> My number three, then. I want you to cast your mind back. Here we go. Circa mid-80s, Wayne. Oh, yeah. And a show called that. Perfect Match. Oh, fuck. And it's weird. Do you remember that Dexter the Robot? Yes. It was kind of weirdly charming show. And I'm as guilty as an ex-person of watching a few episodes in my single year, circa 2005, 6, 7, of Eliminate. Oh, my God. But the reality TV show, subgenre, subgenre of romance shows, needs to fucking stop. So is your number three reality romance? Dating or reality? Shows. Just okay. dating. It's bad enough where the Bachelor and the Bachelorette than the Australian versions thereof. Okay, good. Look, full disclosure. My number one is reality TV in general, general okay. but specifically this. So let's talk. I, let's did, talk. I did want to not be a bit too over the top. Because I, look, I, I'm an I'm a avid fan of Survivor. I'll continue to watch that show. I don't mind Amazing Race. We watch that as a family. So I can't shit on reality TV I as can. a whole. <laughs> yeah, if you don't watch it, then fair enough. Yeah. And I get it. I get that. Australian media law demands that a certain percentage of content from each of the networks must be locally produced and 
that therefore they go for the lowest common denominator and cheapest shit they can produce. So they go with this kind of crap. What now? What in it, is there any particular show in in in? What do you want the cheapest show of all time to produce? Is what Australia's funniest home videos? Yeah, that makes sense. Right, because all you're doing is getting people's fucking submissions, editing them into a show. That's not a thing anymore, is it? Surely, no, that's died. Yeah, because there's no but one who's this videos. shit continues. So now we have shit like Love at First Sight and Farmer Wants a Wife, and I'm past shaking my head in amazement that anybody watches this shit. I'm past sighing heavily. And crying into my podcast numbers when I see these recap shows dominate the film and TV fucking oh, rankings oh. for that week. Now I'm just fearful for the future of, of free-to-air TV. Because here's a fucking trick for you free-to-air stations. HBO doesn't produce any of these shows. HBO produces things like The Last of Us and Game of Thrones. If they're not doing it and they are premiere, I get you've got a bottom line you've got to meet. But how about stop it? How yeah. about... Fucking do something which makes an impact in a positive way if it's a reality show. Don't do this fucking cheap as chips, date my mom. Or <laughs> too hot to handle. Or a shot at love with Teela Tequila. Or Game of Clones. Or It Takes a Church. Or Beauty and the Geek. It, the list goes on and on, but the horror remains the same. <laughs> See, here's the thing though, right? Uh, Netflix did actually do this with uh, Love on the Spectrum, yeah. right? We, uh, and so they that's do one. That's got a little more merit than it most. Has, and it's actually taken the world by storm. And it's an Aussie show, right? Yeah, that's a little bit got more merit. Yeah. But like, here's but the, that's the exception to the rule. Well, Just heal the fucking things Absolutely. The market that you're talking about, though, is that because streaming services don't do it, it's literally the only space unoccupied. So that's why network TV does it. Don't get me wrong. I think network TV is done. No, I'm saying the premiere cable show, the, the HBO's, yeah, the yeah, they can't compete. They won't fucking do that shit. No, because, and, and the network they don't TV have can. To. Yeah, exactly. But let me tell you, let, let me, let if me. If you want to strive to be better, produce better reality TV. Well, I'll go on further for you because I fucking hate all reality TV, right? And I, I haven't seen Survivor much, so I know that's your little thing, so, but. I get it. If you're not into it, you're not into it. I get it. Here's the thing. What gets me about reality TV, and I'm probably talking more about The Bachelor and that type of thing, mm -hmm. okay, is one, here's a rule for everyone, uh, pro tip. Everything you see on TV is either fake to a very large degree yeah. or 100% fake, okay? It's edited. It's edited to it's within edited, an inch it's of produced, its life. Not even just Even edited. those reality shows, they choose, the producers choose the villains of the show and the heroes of the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. And in then the they casting. edit around that. Right. So if you go on a reality show, people, you deserve everything you get. Yes, because you're just opening going, yourself up. They might not like you. You might have said something stupid in your audition that went... This person is going to be our villain. Even if they like you, they'll cut whatever will be good on screen yes. to be scandalous, right? So, here's my issue. It's so obviously staged and fake to me. For example, you've typically got a scene of people interacting in a room, a bunch of chicks, or there's a dudes or whatever, and little moments happen, and there's cameras everywhere, and what happened here, what happened there? And then they immediately cut to the person being interviewed about that moment. What do you think that looked like in production, people? Do you think that they whisked them away and said, now could you no, talk about the thing? Not. No. It's and that means that when they're being on. interviewed, they are prompted, what did you think about this? What did you think about that? And then it's like, they always cast people who will go, oh, I can't believe, like that kind of shit, right? So it's obviously to my eyes, like edited and produced. So none of the things is organic. Secondly, here's the real bugbear, Paul. It really hurts my heart to watch, in the case of The Bachelor, a group of women fighting over three or two or one dude, Look, at least, embarrassing well, themselves. Yeah, the most recent version of the Australian one was three dudes. Three dudes. At least 
at least they've reversed the trend now and had the Bachelorette. So there's even money on the other Similar, side. Similarly, when the dudes do it, it also makes sad. me cringe. It's, it's so horrendous. And it's like, oh, you fucking... Can you imagine a world in which this guy or girl, who are Bachelor, Bachelorette, has now made out with 15 people, <laughs> maybe bang three or four of them towards the end of the show. Absolutely. And then shows you... That seems like the perfect beginning to any relationship to me. Now, that shit may happen. You might have banged three or four people in the week or four before you settled on the woman that or person that you want to be with. But you don't have to... It's not out there for the world to see. Exactly. You're getting fourth-hand dick and everyone in, in the world knows it and now you're supposed to make that work. Uh-huh. And, but also, I would say this is weird as well. On the recent Bachelor with the three dudes... There was this reveal section at the opening in the mansion thing where the three guys busted out a ring and all the women freaked out. Oh my God, we're going to get made, right? And I'm like, you didn't even meet these cunts yet. What the fuck are you excited about? So sad. It's so weird that people want to get married. <laughs> oh, it's just weird, okay? So, um, yeah. That's it's sad so that's... that that would be, uh-huh. <laughs> wait, wait, no. I'm just come on here just to embarrass myself and try and, and try. Uh, look, I, I think most of the people who go on these shows have a longer term plan. They know they're probably not going to win, but they're now in the public eye and everyone's going to want to date someone who was on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. Maybe it's a really smart play as long as you don't win. And don't embarrass yourself while you're on there. You're going to embarrass yourself on there. But that's the thing we come back to. You don't have control of your destiny because it's not an accurate representation. It's edited within an inch of its life. And if you are unfortunately decided by the producers to be a more entertaining villain than this person or that person, then the villain you will be. And I guess maybe you'll still have some people attracted to you, but... Maybe it harms your chances. Uh, in the end, it's just promotion. But like, I'll tell you one thing that is a weird misnomer to this as well. I've had like I I consider myself when I go out with friends and stuff. Usually, people you you start friends, you respect them. Mm. Okay, I know friends of mine who are intelligent people who actually said to me one time, "Listen, uh, we're all going to dinner tonight, and and if you come and you don't know what happened on Married at First Sight, uh, there's going to be a conversation about it that you won't be able to." Join in on so read the, the online. You can read little like um fucking summaries. Listen to those That's podcasts. as far as I will go. Listen to those podcasts, which I was mentioning that um just make me sad. Absolutely, in terms of their listeners. I know, I know. Uh, all well, right, you that's your that was your number. That was no, that was your number. That was my number three, three but it's your coming up. It is going to be my number one, but I've one, got my right. number two for you right here. All right, so we go to you, number two. Go ahead. Okay, this is probably the most sour grapes one on my list. <laughs> it's AI art. Ladies oh, and gentlemen. fair enough. Okay, so I there's an oh, there's an all power tool. ChatGPT. ChatGPT is GPT. like the is, the is that the writing one? Is yeah. It? I I we were encouraged at work. We were encouraged. Sorry to yeah. Go on, tell me, tell moment. me. We were encouraged to go ahead and try it out. So I went okay. We're advertising for a psychologist at a university counselling service, and the money's recently increased, and we've had trouble filling it. Put it put it together. Holy shit! This thing wrote it in about eighteen seconds. Was it good? It wasn't as good as what I put together. Yeah. But I put it together over like three hours, not 18 seconds, Wayne. So, so did you- then I went, okay, take out the reference to this and it rewrote it and it was better. And I was like, okay, now add this. Four iterations, it was better than what I wrote. Four. So Shit. for five minutes worth of work, I replicated three hours worth of my own. How scary. We're, we're, we're being outsourced, Paul. Uh, and that's probably my real issue here with the AI. Thankfully, art. my job is safe at this point in time because computers don't get emotion or empathy. Yeah, that's true. Well, the one I'm talking about with the AI art, there's this tool called Doll E, which uh, it turns word, word salad into art. But the way it does it is it actually samples digital art from real artists around the web. Yep. 
and then kind of algorithmizes it into something which gives you lots of different versions of that. So a lot of digital artists in particular say that this ripped off their work. Yeah, I can imagine. And basically we should leave out the humans. And I saw somewhere <laughs> recently, I can't remember which award it was, but this photo, which was beautiful. It wasn't a photo, it was an AI image. The three girls? No, no, it's a downward shot of a beach with the sun setting and hitting the waves at a certain orange colour. With It just looks amazing. AI produced yeah. and it won. It won the fucking award. And then the producers went, oh, sorry, that was AI and didn't accept it. Now, that's the thing, right? So this is why, and this is probably a similar thing to what sorry, you were saying. It was a photo. It was presented as a real photo. Yeah. So this is why we, you were saying like, it, took you, it would take you three hours to, sh- to write something that ChatGPT did in 18 minutes, seconds, right? Well, four iterations thereof, say Whatever. five minutes. Five minutes. Point is, right? Like, and so when you look at, uh, and that's writing. So let's say it wasn't an ad. Let's say you were writing a book and the ChatGPT mm-hmm. did it in the same thing. When you're doing art, is the, the idea here is that, you're first of all, when you draw something or you paint something or whatever, even if you're a digital artist, your soul is in there because yes. you're making decisions every yes. single time. Yes. So that will the, the, the toil of it taking you hours yep. and materials. That's what makes it special. That is what makes when it special. When you do one of your pieces of artwork, okay, it's a plug here for Wayne Arizu Art. Yep, go ahead. Look me up. What are we talking about here? As a typical <laughs> amount of time that goes the into The quickest I've ever drawn anything has been six hours, right? Right. And so that's because I want it to be perfect for the client yep. and I want that look on their face when I give them the reveal, okay? And that to me is the meaning behind what doing that is. And what's the longest? Oh. I mean, obviously, we're talking small art versus big art. You know. Oh, uh, eight months. Wow. I, I, on a piece. Six hours to eight months. Yeah. And then, Whereas this thing does it in seconds. Yeah. Mind you, mine is frameable. And I guess if you print the thing, you're frameable as well. But like, you know, that's the whole thing. So... It's a. Uh, I always think that uh, a true art appreciator is going to want an original that was done for them, or at least means something to them. Oh, I would think. I don't. I don't know anything about this because I'm not. Yeah, I'm just, sense but I'm saying. All. But well, for this thing here, I guess. Look, I, I. I'm not scared of it because I still don't think you going. Oh, that was a cool image, and then walking away from it is the same as me hanging something in your house that meant something to you. Mm. Uh, but it does piss me off. <laughs> I have to ask this question. Yeah, and I know we're going to run long this episode. I have to ask. Go on. What if the AI can produce something that's as good as what you've done and mm. you can hang on your wall? I'm out of a job, is what I would say. Yeah, that's, that's shit, right? If, yeah. uh, if an AI can write a script as good as anyone can write a script, if an AI can write a job advertisement, blah, 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 blah. Every, if, 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 if computer-generated graphics can produce someone who's long dead, Jimmy Stewart, and put him in his prime in the middle of a film, you can't tell the difference. Is that the end of actors? Where does this stop? Conceivably, yes. But what I think would happen, though, is what you have to look then for what aspects of that art do people enjoy that cannot be replicated. So, for example, the Jimmy Stewart thing, right? Mm-hmm. You might be able to see him, but you don't have the same magic of a Hollywood icon mm. that actually mm-hmm. was alive and I hope you're right. chose I, I, to do that. I do. I just... I don't think it's our lifetime. I could be wrong. I don't think it's our lifetime, but I think that hundred years from now we could be in that territory. Yeah, I think, and and that's why you know, um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like uh, you know, art itself is just this fluid thing, and I probably choose not to believe that technology is a threat to art. I would rather believe that technology can enhance your art. Yes, but I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's a really great one. Thank you for sharing it. My number two is nowhere near as poignant nor as personal, but it is. Worse than Twilight because its fan fiction was based on fucking Twilight. It's E.L. James's Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Uh, Can you believe this was picked up by a real publishing house and turned to a series of books that then got turned to a series of films which are about as sexy as washing roadkill off the front of your grill of your car? I agree completely. I actually watched that movie. I watched the last one at one point for the worst of the year. Fifty Shades Freed? Whichever one I was, yeah. Yeah. God, it was bad. I only saw the first one. I haven't one. seen the first and this is, It shouldn't be. On the, on the rationale of everything else on my list, it probably should be lower because I haven't read any of the books. I tried to read one of them. Tried it. Got 40 pages in. Literally picked it off a pile of refuse at the back of a um, <laughs> Good Sammy's thing. <laughs> and I went back there and threw it back on the pile. It was... If Dan Brown is the most <laughs> boring... Piece of shit. I don't mind a bit of Dan Brown, but I know you think he's a hack. Hack writer who's a really good researcher. E.L. James is the very worst person who's ever been published that I've read. Isn't it like a fan fiction writer, like a yeah. kid, like a person? Yeah, like she, a, it's she, a girl, right? Yeah. It's a woman. She's late 50s, I think she is now. So she was late 40s at the time that she wrote all this shit. It was abysmal. Yeah, it was it is abysmal, so much so that I remember seeing a talk show where Jamie Dornan was on it, the guy in mm-hmm. Fifty Shades, right? And the chat, uh, I might have actually been Graham Norton, who actually actually was interviewing him and said, um, has anyone in the audience read these Fifty Shades? And one guy goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they looked at him, and they were both there. And he says, so did you like it? He goes, no, it was shite. <laughs> Jamie Dornan pisses his pants laughing because he just couldn't handle it. He goes, he knows it's shit, okay? If you're any kind of artist, you know it's shit. <laughs> She's made bank, so more power to her. She has written only four books since this trilogy. Three of them are the reworked books of the trilogy from Christian Grey's perspective. Yeah. So you just write the same thing from the from the male voice. Oh, my God. And one other book called The Mister or something or other, and I read the plot synopsis, and it just sounds like, okay, it's got rid of the BDSM elements, but it's still this overly sexualized kind of romanticism about love will sweep all before... This woman is a fucking hack. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. The books sold however many millions, so much so that we're coming up to Valentine's Day at the time of recording, Wayne. This will be out after Valentine's Day. But adult shops now, the one we walk, I walk past to get to your, yeah. to your house. I've jumped in there. Yeah. That's where I saw the fucking that's twerking butt. That's working butt. It, saw the twerking butt. I didn't buy it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and they've got a little bit of red, sexy velvet rope. And a little ma- half mask and a little flogger there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're coming to Valentine's Day. And Fifty Shades still permeates through fucking pop culture. See? It's so sad and pathetic. And when you watch this, that third film, it is so unerotic. It is a bad film to start with. But then on top of that, it's just awfully, desperately horrible. You know what was weird about the first one? Dakota Johnson's in it. And I think you actually see um, her situation. Right. And... It did nothing for me. No, I'm not surprised. And I love those things. So, <laughs> but clearly, wasn't wet ass enough. Well, exactly. <laughs> so yes, there you are. Yeah. Anyway, fuck all this shit. And thankfully, by February fifteenth, we shouldn't have to deal with much thinking about this anymore for another nine or ten months until she releases. One we'll see, book. Paul. We'll see. We'll see. All right, and then all right. Well, give us your recount of your okay. list. So ten hipster culture. Nine WAP. <laughs> Eight lip filler, seven photo and video filters, six NFTs, uh, five zombies, uh, four the metaverse, three gender reveal parties, two AI art, and my number one, as I mentioned, was reality TV. Every fucking one of them. <laughs> All right, my number ten: Harry Potter. Nine Star Wars. Eight TikTok dancing. 
Seven, Marvel Post-Phase 3. Six, The Kardashians. Five, Twilight. Four, Wrestling. Three, Dating Shows. Two, Fifty Shades of Grey. My number one was an absolute shoo-in. To paraphrase one of my favourite TV shows ever, Scrubs Wayne, nobody cares, Harry. Nobody cares. What? The royal family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What's been happening with these folks, Paul? Like, I mean, you've got... I like, look, we, Royal, Royal Family has always had scandals. The latest, of course, being Harry and Meg. Right? Yeah, look, what I'm saying and why this is my number one is it's so overblown. You log into any news portal, news.com.au, Perth Now, whatever else, fucking the BBC. They will invariably, somewhere in their top 20 articles, have a fucking article about the Royal Family. Yep. Nobody should care. Okay, the Queen dying, that was a big thing. That's fair enough. Yep. Her fucking disgusting pedophilic son, that's a big deal. Oh, Andrew, yeah, yeah. Yep. But everything else about Harry and Megan and fucking William and Kate, it's bullshit. Here's the thing. One of them said a bad word once upon a time to a fucking staff member. Of course they did. They're fucking self-entitled. They were born into money, at least the boys were. Yeah. And I think Kate's from fucking Goodstock and Megan. No, they're all from Goodstock. Uh, yeah, well, not, not Megan. Megan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Suits. <laughs> well, she herself made her, her name in the acting world. But you know what? I get what... Yeah, you're saying... Yeah, please. It's so incredibly insulting. Here's the thing, though. I get that, like... I get that the idea of a royal family is is news fodder. Like it's quite interesting to have an actual royal family and what happens. I, I don't think so. Okay, but here's the here's what's really for me interesting about it. Okay, and we're talking about Meghan Harry here. Okay, this is the biggest pussy trap I've seen in years. Sure. Okay, Harry is the second son and became the popular royal after after Prince Harry after Prince Will went bald, and so <laughs> and everyone wanted to fuck Harry. Okay, so it was well, like what's something up? about him. Something about him, Ranga, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Okay, good for you, Harry. Okay? Then he meets this 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 girl, and she has, like, a weird family, let's face it, but then so does he, I guess. But whatever, okay? He then gets pussy-trapped so hard, he will leave fucking centuries of his family's fucking legacy and all that shit. He will leave being shit. second in line for the throne. Literally, he will be the king one day, maybe, right? And no, Well, probably not, but Probably still. not, yeah. But... He leaves all that, fucks off, denounces his duties, right? He's served in the Royal Navy, all that, fuck all Army, that shit. Army, Army Navy, yeah. whatever, right? Fuck all that shit. I'm going to piss off to LA and write a book where I talk about every scandalous shitty thing. Do you think he thought of that before he met a Hollywood actress, Paul? Look, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't. But to me, it's just amazing that we continue to report about this shit. Oh, no, look, I, that doesn't surprise me at all because, oh, look, Paul, you study journalism and I'm in media myself. If it bleeds, it leads, all those sorts of things. This is something that people still read about, so it's not really the journalist's fault. Mom, here's my point. Yeah. Here's my point. Stop clicking on it. Stop giving this thing life. If you really must, go and buy the book. But at least stop clicking on the fucking articles and whatever. But don't buy the book. No, because, don't buy the book. Because you know why? And don't more watch the fucking Netflix TV series. Don't do any of that shit because it's all bullshit. Okay, all you need to do, here it is. I'm going to fucking spell it out for you all. <laughs> They are rich, rich people. They treat other people like servants because they are. They're paid to be servants. They are wankers to a person. They're awful people. I think anyone in power has the propensity yes. to do that. So. Yes, and I don't think there's any exception. 
William is probably slightly more straight-laced than Harry, but who gives a fuck? William's got good PR. Kate is a better person than Megan. Clearly, because she's not fucking money. Hotter. Uh, uh, yeah, I know, yeah. So. <laughs> well, now that we've accepted all these things, move on. Don't click on the links. Don't buy anything to do with this. You don't watch it, and it will go away. Yes, but no one's going to do that, not for a while. But I'll tell you something, Paul, that's interesting. I've actually stopped reading the news. Mm. Like in general, yeah, okay, okay, because yeah. I used to do this thing where I would doom scroll yeah, yeah. for an hour in my bed before I fell asleep, and I would fall asleep with all of those horrible thoughts, oh, yeah, don't do that. and turn up to being like you know wake up in a shit mood. All right, I don't even listen to the news anymore. If shit goes down and I come across it, I might go into it, but I don't read my feed. And when pop ups happen, I silence them. So um, I'm not saying everyone should do that, but it's made my life a little bit better. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all I've got to say is give it a massive rest, please. There you go. Do you have any honorable mentions, Paul? I do not wind to you. Yeah. That mullet-ass haircut that's going around with young people now, I don't get that. Yep. Um, anime, I don't get it either. Sorry, I know lots of our listeners love wow. that. Wow. I know. That's why I didn't put it in the normal one. Uh, Bollywood, not for me. Um, <laughs> but you tell a lie, because that Tollywood film, Triple R. One, triple, one movie, which is very not Bollywood-ish. It's, it's, it's got Bollywood elements, Tollywood. but it's mostly action. And uh, rapper, musician, designed headphones and clothes collaborations. Not for me. Okay. <laughs> I don't care if Kanye and I did Beats something. by Dre. I couldn't give a single fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's Alice. What about yours? Wrap up every episode of the show with your feedback on the topic at hand, the segment that we call the Pop 10. Talk about. Pop 10. Talk about. Pop 10. Kicking it off this week, Pop 10 with patron extraordinaire Chris Yeney. Podcasting. Totally, <laughs> totally just kidding. Good Number one. three, street takeovers. Number two, using a fake silly voice while playing video games being watched online. What's a street takeover? I have to ask him, I okay, guess, okay. where you close the street down and do a party or something or other. Block party? Okay. Uh, fill us in, Chris. Yeah, and number one, furries. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever met a furry ball? Nope. Fuck off. Like, you've got clients, right? Some of them must fucking get up in a no, bunny outfit. If outfit. I have, none of them have, have let me know this. Could you let me know if one turns up? <laughs> I'm just interested in like, ooh. Interested, he says. No, but like, why would you fuck with a bunny outfit on? Isn't being naked part of the cool thing? Anyway, go on. Anyway, I don't know. Smiles Marnie, mate to the show, said, Fidget Spinners, what? <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Number two, poorly written Twilight fan fiction with laugh- laughable BDSM scenes. How? How does this become so popular? I'm right with you. Number one, Kardashians. When your mum sells your sex tape to get you noticed, everything wrong with Celebrity One Family, just no vomit. Fair, fair. Face. Julio for the Contrarian said, fucking TikTok. Like, I get it. There are some funny videos here and there and some cool niche content, but oh my God, the amount of attention-seeking, painfully unfunny comedian wannabes or overly histrionic pundit wannabes. It's a worse version of Twitter because now you get to see and hear what these ears look like and sound like. It's lowering the world's collective IQ. Boom. No offense to uh, any other TikTokers around here. He said... (laughs) Joey DiCallo from the So Wizard podcast, good friends of the show, said, The Office, it's just not that funny, especially to watch on Endless Loop. Damn. Oh, what, are we talking about the original or the... I imagine the American one. Mmm, tough, tough, a lot of fans. Now, here's one way where I replied by saying, this feels like a personal attack on one. <laughs> Francis Booker said, rimming, it's gone mainstream <laughs> to lick someone's ass. Crap in every sense. If I may weigh in. Um... <laughs> Although the, the Chips movie would have you believe that eating ass is standard, I don't believe it is. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Also, there's a way... Um, oh, enough. Okay. Enough. 
Don't need to. We're going on Patreon with that one, everyone. And neither do our good, good listeners. John Hislander said, Are you kidding? Given the nature of this community, the amount of material you'll have here is going to be staggering. It was. It was really hard to sort through this week. Number three, vaping. I'm not a smoker either. He said, It just looks silly at best. I just don't get it. Sure. Number two, K pop. Sure, I like your music. I know for sure that my music isn't for everyone, but the way K pop fans go overboard makes Taylor Swift fans or Star Wars fans look rational and reasonable. You know what's weird about K pop? It's like boy bands in the 80s, but now. It's like they just caught up now and everyone's dancing in fucking water and fucking slow mo and shit and crouching and pointing. <laughs> <laughs> the whitey's got over that 10, 20 I years I ago. I a K pop song to wrap this song up. This uh, something up from it. BTS. Uh, uh, Leanne could tell you about this. She loved that. Anyway, go on. All right. And number one from John blaming whatever year we are in as the worst ever every single year. I agree. Don't you realize that by saying 2000 and XX is the worst year ever because your beloved icon died, you're just tempting fate to one up the next year. That being said, Fuck 2023. Yeah. Chef Ben Randall from the uh, In The Weeds podcast and a, and a patron of the show said, number three, vaping. Number two, TikTok food hacks. Number one, pretending you are gluten-free when you don't even know what the fuck that actually means. <laughs> By the way, I love TikTok food hacks. <laughs> Ooh, damn. But I get it. If you, it's, it's probably is overrated. Grant Lanham from the Milk Podcast said, the lack of humor in hilarious TikToks. Michael Bublé is the world's highest paid karaoke artist. That's hilarious. And Prince was far more talented than Michael Jackson. Woo! Yeah, up for debate. It's just that one wasn't a kitty fiddler. Okay. So go on. <laughs> Ooh, that's a bingo. Sam Hurley from the Movies and Twinkies Podcast said, controversial takes incoming eSport. No idea why anyone would want to watch people playing video games and not, you know, Play the games themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Reaction videos at number two. No idea why anyone would want to watch someone watching something and not, you know, watch it themselves. I kind of get those, though. To be fair, the popularity of some people on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch makes zero sense to me. And number one, here we go, the controversy. Here's a short list of bands who should be playing pubs, not stadiums. U2, Metallica, Whoa. Oasis, Smashing Whoa. Pumpkins, Aerosmith. Aerosmith, sure. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to give David Powell, patron extraordinary of the show, I'm just going to give him his rant about his number one, YouTubers. People who think that they are charismatic, intelligent, erudite enough that humanity wants to watch them playing Minecraft, Fortnite, Roblox, opening something they've purchased, toys, appliances, or watching and reacting to another fucking YouTube clip. Here's the Could not agree more. Yet my daughter fucking loves that shit. Here's the thing. That is a sign of the times. You could say the very same thing about a blogger. You can see the same thing about any content creator because the idea behind starting your channel or blog or others like the world could really use more of me is pretty much what you're thinking. So hey. he did add number two social media influences, number three TikTok. So he was all over this whole yeah. thing. Ashbra, your cousin said number three having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Him and I do see eye to eye on that. <laughs> oh, Ash, number two Radiohead. That's not bad. Radiohead was the best band in the universe 25 years ago and now are just a shadow of them former selves. Is that because Tom, what's his name, started dancing and shit in the oh, videos? It's, <laughs> it's hard to believe how far their star has fallen. Number one, vaping. Gonna die of cancer? Do it like a real man. <laughs> Antoine said, people that aren't DJs become DJs, except Idris Elba. He's legit. Paris Hilton, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Hilariously, number two, Radiohead. Number one, Fortnite dancers and people that think these dancers originated in Fortnite. God. You're talking about the Turk dance? Yeah. Yeah, for example. 
And then to wrap it up today, we have run a very, very long. Thank you for all your indulgence. The hottest take, which as promised earlier in the episode, ever recorded in the history of the show. Go on. And this is said by someone who's not a fan of this band that much. All right, go on. I know, I know what it is. Stu for the Stu Order Podcast, a.k.a. Robert Stewart, said the Beatles are the most overrated thing in the universe. Bite your tongue, Stu. Not saying they aren't influential, but everyone influenced by them does music better than they did. Oh. Every Beatles song is just singing a lyric over and over and over and over and over. What? As for two others, let's go with Game of Thrones and Ari Aster. <laughs> Might I remind you that the Beatles were once considered a boy band. And their music in tune. Let's wow. see NSYNC do that. <laughs> that is absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't throw away on that one. But uh, admire the balls. There we are. That's it for this week. So thank you so much, everybody. It was the most yeah, responded to post. <laughs> We've had a very, very long time. It was a great fun reading through your responses. Really appreciate it if you took the time to get back to us. Wayne, how do the good folk do that in future reference? Google the Countdown Podcast. Find our socials. Go to our website, thecountdownpodcast.com, or send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I've mentioned the Facebook community link is in the show notes, and follow us on Podbean where we host. Link is in the show notes. No, it's not. Just find us by typing the Countdown Podcast Podbean. That's all you need to know. And we haven't decided next week's topic yet. We'll get to you. The two weeks from now's topic is the top 10 indie songs of the 2000s with special guest B Dizzle from the We Watch The Thing podcast. Episode 413 on the show. Wayne is crapping his pants because he has to nominate some indie songs. No fucking idea what I'm doing. Yep. But uh, that's right. Me and B-Dizzle will carry that episode. But 412, we'll be back to let you know that during the course of the week. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Isn't the show long enough already, Paul? <laughs> no. To all those who want to press unfollow on our <laughs> podcast. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.